Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 69 today. Happy Friday, by the way. Hope you guys are enjoying your day and getting ready for the weekend. Today's topic is Big Sky. Um, This is going to be my review of season two, episode three. Uh, title you have to play along this is what I like to call a filler episode so this recap will be very brief um, just a touch and base Um, don't forget you can follow me on my social media platforms Alicia Shanice for Facebook I have changed my name on IG to make it easier to find me so that will be Alicia Shanice reviews you can follow all of my playlists on Spotify Um, The channel for that is Alicia Shanice, but all of my playlists are titled Shanice Loves and then it has the specific genre. So I have like Shanice Loves 80s. Um, It'll be 80s, 1, 80s, 2. Um, One is R&B, one is hip hop. Same for 90s. It has Alicia, um, I'm sorry, Shanice Loves um, rock, Shanice Loves blues, all of that. So I've made all of my music playlists public for you guys. I even have a little late night tip for the romance, you know, and um, if you're from Michigan, it's sweet as day weekend. So I got y'all covered on the playlist, little late night, slow motion stuff. Um, That pretty much wraps everything up. Don't forget health is wealth and and the times we are living in now stress is at an all time high so why not go in and get your day a spa day on and october 25th doors open for ambience health and wellness spa they will be specializing in all sorts of cool things so it will be ten dollars off any service with the flyer they're specializing in mineral detox body wraps, vaginal steams, iconic foot baths, and colonics. Mineral detox body wraps with the vaginal steams with the Korean hip baths, the cologne hydrotherapy colonics, the Himalayan salt, and ferret sauna therapy. That will be at 800 Old Roswell Lakes Parkway in the Roswell, Georgia area. So if you live in Atlanta, hit the Roswell, get your spa day on. Um, that door is open for October 25th. So right around the corner, you can like and follow them on Facebook and IG. That will be Ambience Health and Wellness Spa. And you can book your appointment at www.ambiencehealthspa.com. If you love books like I love books, don't forget to check out some things I've been through. A memoir by Jamil from Gully TV. Gully TV has a YouTube channel over 100,000 subscribers and it's straight fire. So check that book out. You can purchase it on Amazon and it's fire. That pretty much wraps up the church announcements. Um, I want to do a fun weekend with the podcast, so I will be back on tonight. We will be uh, uh, recapping you. That is on Netflix. I hope you guys have watched season one or season two. I promise you, it's dope. It's like a thriller. It's suspenseful, a lot of action. (laughs) So that's what we're going to be recapping. Um, I did not recap one and two. Uh, I just had got on the show last year around January and I wasn't potting then. So I didn't have a platform to talk about it, but we're going to straight start from season three and we will do what we do, how we do on this platform and cover each episode. Um, I might break it up to where it's like two of two 
but I haven't watched it yet. So when we get off, I'm going to watch episode and I'll see how it goes. Um, it's either going to be maybe one or probably two at a time. That's the way I kind of like to do it. So that pretty much wraps it up. Let's go ahead and talk about Big Sky. Again, this will be a brief recap. This show is really great. I'm trying to, you know, do different things. Uh, you know where my passion is at with the shows we like to talk about. So we will start a Snowfall series season three next week. Let's take a break from Snowfall, let you guys catch up, and then we'll start breaking down and dissecting Snowfall Season 3 starting um, next Thursday. Of course, I'll be back on Sunday with my BMF recap. And, you know, just doing what we do over here, baby. So, on that note, let's go ahead and jump into the show. So this episode is definitely what I would like to call a filler episode. It wasn't too strong, but, you know, episodes like this are necessary because it fills in the blanks and, you know, lets you know what angle everything is going in and how it's all tied together. So to make a long story short, everything is kind of tying in with each other. We know that the drugs, the money. Now we know that they came from the cartel. Big Sam is working. He was working for the cartel. And that's why we had the mystery woman fly into town because she's there to uncover and confiscate her drugs back and her money. And her name is Ren. And then we know we got the enforcer, the muscle, and that's Dono, Duno, psycho <laughs> and they've kidnapped tanya and tanya was big sam's girlfriend we got our favorite team back together we have jenny and cassie back together and uh we have a new pi which is jerry now she's on and uh she's passed the exam so she's all the way in and then we have the three kids who stole the money well did they steal? Not steal. They took the money uh, because Big Sam told them, like, take it and run. So they have the money and all of them are kind of doing their own thing, but it's still tying into the same case. And we see Ronald and Scarlett. They're in dog training. <laughs> they're in dog training. Like the scenes with them two. Oh, my God. They are hilarious because they both are like sociopaths and in love at the same time. But Scarlett is falling into line. So let's uh, recap kind of scene by scene. It opens up and we see uh, our team. They're on the case. We got Cassie and uh, Jenny. They're in uh, in Sheriff Tubbs office. And, you know, Sheriff, Sheriff Tubbs, he looks out for uh, Jenny like a daughter. Like he gives her way more leeway. He wanted her back on the force. So they're kind of filling him in and he's letting them know, like, because Tanya, she brought in Cassie. So that's why Cassie is there because she was hired to find Big Sam. And then, you know, it was the, the accident that, you know, they linked to the murders of the missing bodies. Now we have the sheriff's department in there, but now they're learning it's a drug case too. So 
this is what kind of connects the state with it. And that's where Jenny's boyfriend, uh, Travis, he is, and he's cute, by the way, <laughs> Travis, um, it links them all together. So it's kind of tying all the knots and, you know, he, he's letting them know like state has in on this now too. So you got to get the okay with them or they're going to shut us down if we don't work with them. And when Jenny learns that she has to talk with Travis, you know, she kind of get that little smile in her face, you know, she, she, she liking Travis. <laughs> so, uh, Sheriff Tub, he sends them off and they go meet up with Travis and, you know, they're kind of talking and Cassie puts together two and two. She like, hold on, you guys have already talked. You guys know each other. So that's when she kind of figures it out. And she like, oh, we learned that, um, Jenny and Travis went way back from their undercover days and Cassie kind of digs a little shot. She like, oh, so, how was he under the cover? <laughs> she kind of put everything together real fast. And, you know, he fills them in that Sam, Big Sam, he was connected with the cartel. And, you know, they sent people down because it's drugs and money missing. Because at first they only thought it was a car wreck. And, you know, after putting everything together, they learned that money, drugs is missing and it's a body missing. They don't know what's two yet, but they know that it is a body missing. So Tanya's um, missing as well. And, you know, they're hoping that she's not dead, but that's who they're looking for. And that's their main goal right now is to find Tanya. So um, <clears throat> Jenny and Cassie, they're kind of like not happy to know that the state is involved because they know that they won't be able to do too much with that. But, um, you know, they kind of work together. You know, we can see Cassie not really feeling working with Travis right away. You know, her guard is always up. So we go into the next scene and we got Bridger. Bridger definitely is going to be something because this is time. Remember, he went to the uh, sheriff's location last episode and he went there to report a crime. And now we know Dirty Harvey, the dirty uh, sheriff cop, we know that he had He's the one who killed Big Sam anyway. He pulled the trigger. So he knows that this little boy was there now. So. Bridger goes and he's, you know, they all split up the $2,000 last time and he spent his money on a, a police scanner. So now he's getting all the information because he, you know, bought that police scanner and, you know, Madison, she not really saying what she spent her money on. But if you notice, it's kind of like those two, the two siblings, they're doing their own thing. And then we got Harper and Max doing their own thing. And neither one of them are telling each other what they got going on. So we go over to the next scene and we got the creepy boyfriend, T-Lock. <sighs> this guy is a creep. He is going all through Max drawers, her closets. I mean, he is looking for everything. And she comes in there and he like, where's the rest of it? What are you up to? Um, your mom told me how much you paid for her to get the dental work done. Where is all this money coming from? And she like babysitting. He knows she lying. And this dude, this dude gives, he gives me the damn creeps. Like he's just weird. And child, weird. So 
Ren, the mystery woman from the plane, she takes off to do more digging around because they end up finding, you know, Tanya is alive, but she's kind of cleaning her up and, you know, interrogating her for information. But Tanya, she's not spilling it all. So she takes off to go more do her own investigation and leaves Duno in charge. And, you know, Tanya is like, I got to go to the bathroom. So this weirdo hands her a bucket to, to piss in. And she is like, no, I'm not doing that. So he's a sociopath too, who is obsessed with knives. And he like, what's a six letter word with the second word is T. And uh, she, she gives him one. So he like, you earned yourself a bathroom break. So he takes her out to the woods. She uses the restroom. She kind of sees like this little stick, stabs him in the leg and take off running. And he's hopping and she's running. <laughs> so Travis goes and meets up with one of his contacts. And, you know, he's asking him some questions about the cartel. And that's when he kind of finds out, like, you know, the cartel didn't send somebody down here with the missing money. You know, he fills him in and they kind of end up in a little bar tussle you know, roughing each other up a little bit. A guy comes over and he like, what was this all about? You know, Travis says nothing, but he got like a little bruised face, you know. So back at the detective agency, the PI, uh, Jerry, she um comes in and, you know, she's talking. And then we got Denise, the secretary. She comes in and she brings in a book about training dogs. And we see that Wolf Ligarski, which is Rick's twin brother, he is a a dog trainer. He trains dogs. So now we see what he's doing with Ronald. <laughs> he's training him. You know, he, he, it's a lot going on with Wolf and his wife. <laughs> but they don't want to tell, um, they don't want to tell, Cassie so they kind of hide the book you know Cassie has been through a lot she's the one who shot Rick so um Cassie comes in and they kind of hide the book so uh she talks to them for a minute and then her and Jenny meet up they go out to Canyons Creek and they find the two dead bodies remember they were only looking for Big Sam and now they see that Big Sam has died or, or been murdered and the only reason they were able able to find out who he was is because he had an ID on him but they find out somebody else was in there too so this is making this even more you know suspicious like what was going on and they don't know who that guy is he's unidentified so it's a lot going on with that but we got Ren she's she's on it and uh now we see they're kind of like in a family cartel because our brother Jack, he's calling her and he's like, do you need me to send reinforcement down there? And she's like, I got it. So now we know Jack, he's probably going to show up in Montana eventually because he keeps calling her, making sure everything is going good. And we can see she is not getting anywhere with this, you know, with the investigation that she's on to get their money back. So I can imagine Jack will probably pop up shortly. So it's Cassie and Jenny, they're kind of driving. They kind of have a heart to heart. And, you know, Cassie thanks Jenny, like, you know, you took a bullet for me. You know, it's a real sisterly moment. And, you know, they still think 
Cassie admits that she still believes Ronald is alive and that scares her because she has to protect her son Kai which we know when they went into the other guy's home who was murdered who was one of the dirty cops as well they had pictures of her and her son all through there so you know as they're talking and they're thanking each other Jen she kind of has you know a teary-eyed face because you know she, 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 she you know shoots a little joke back like well technically you know I shot you I did um punch you in the face and Cassie like I, I punched you back because remember the first episode of season one they got into that cat fight in the bar over Cody <laughs> I love their sisterly bond and their friendship like they got each other back they're a super team so um we go into the next scene and we see deputy harvey he meets up with ren and he already he already is scared because he knows they might be on to him and then he's like you know i heard tanya was missing and remember he warned them to stay away from tanya in the first place so and that's when they during their talking we kind of find out that ren is working for her dad because she like you know my boss he doesn't want to hear all this. And he like, oh, you mean daddy? So now we know that, you know, her dad might be over the cartel. And they kind of, um, you know, talk a little business. And, you know, he, he she tells him about Cassie being on the case because Tanya hired her. So he like, I can handle Cassie, but he ain't going to get too far with that. So after that... She tells Deputy Harvey, like, look, you got 24 hours to find my drugs and my money. So it's a lot going on with Deputy Harvey and we can, well, I don't want to jump ahead. We'll get to that in a minute. So we go over to the next scene and Jenny and Cassie, they end up finding out who the second body was and Harvey kind of comes in there into the office and he's like, hey, I'm just trying to see if I can help and, you know, Anything you need because, you know, he won all the information because, hell, he was the one who killed Big Sam. And Jenny kind of got, you know, her third eye open. She like, well, weren't you the first one on the scene that day? And he instantly, he instantly gets nervous and, you know, brings up Ronald to start a distraction. So their eyes are going to be on Harvey because he got he jumped too fast and they could see, you know, Jenny and Cassie don't play. And we can tell they're going to be on to him shortly because he was on the first scene and he's asking too many questions. And with Ronald escaping, they know they got a dirty cop somewhere in there. So after that, we go into the next scene. Also, I didn't mention this because I'm jumping all over the place. Bridger, but he has the police scanner. He's able to know what's going on. So he was at the scene where they were finding the bodies. And so was Ren. And Ren, she is kind of talking to him a little bit, you know, and he's kind of getting creeped out. She like, um, have you ever seen a, your de a dead body? You know, I, I seen my first dead body at this age. And, you know, he's kind of getting the creeps. And then. You know, he he walks away. But when Jenny and Cassie are in the office, they figure um, when they do the investigate, they have that rock from episode one that Harper and Max was writing on. So they know a kid was out there and. Harvey is the one who uh, shot Big Sam. So he was like, where is that rock? Where did that rock come from? And she like, oh, something, it had to be something, probably a kid playing around. So that instantly, 
make a, a alarm ring off and he knows that Bridger was there to report a crime. So after that, we get into the next scene and Travis, you know, he asked Jenny to meet up for a private meeting and, you know, they kind of talk about shop, you know, he tells her about the cartel you know, she looks at his face. I can't lie. I'm liking, I'm kind of liking Jenny and Travis together. I'm, I'm kind of digging them. They start kissing and, you know, she gets a call from Cassie to hurry up and get there because back at the PI office, Cassie is there talking with Denise and Jerry and she finds the book. So that gives her the creeps because now she sees Wolf and Wolf and Rick, they're twins. So, you know, that automatically gives her the the gb creepies because she killed rick and in season one that shook her up she was shook up off of you know when when she shot him uh so while they're talking about that tanya calls hysterical and they take off to get her because tanya is hysterical because she stabbed duno duno chasing her all over the woods and she ends up at his little little store owners um building and he lets her in he tries to protect her and you know i feel bad for him because while he's trying to protect tanya doing no crazy ass bus in and he tries to hit him with that bat but you know don't know goes crazy with that knife and tanya gets the call in cassie and you know that cuts their conversation short cassie and jerry they take off they call jenny that cuts uh, Jenny and Travis conversation short and they all take off the head to look for Tanya. And when they get there, we see, we see uh, the poor store owner is dead and Tanya is back missing. And we can tell it was a terrible, terrible showdown in there. So after that, you know, now they're looking for Tanya even more. After that, we go into the next scene where we go to Wolf Lagarski, Rick's twin brother, him and his wife, Agatha. And, you know, she, he's like telling her, she's telling him how much Scarlet is a quick learner. And, you know, she's catching on fast. And he like, well, Ronald is not. And Agatha is like, before, you know, cause, um, you know, declaring him a lost cause, why don't you try another route? How do you train a dog? You show him a friendly face. And he is like, no, no, you know how I felt about my brother because he has the beard on. So he ends up shaving his beard, looking identical to Rick. We go into the dinner table. This was a creepy scene. <laughs> we got Agatha, uh, Scarlett, Ronald, and Wolf. Wolf come in there. He clean cut, looking just like Rick. Ronald kind of was like what the hell you know and you know they have like this weird family dinner and we see how behaved Scarlett is and Ronald is looking at her like what is going on and he's acting like a little six-year-old as usual I don't eat this I only want cereal go get my apple jacks that's what my mom did and we seen how he acted with him and his mom <laughs> you know so Wolf is kind of letting him have a little temper tantrum he gives him a leeway, lets Scarlet walks him out. Scarlet tries to tell him, like, look, we were never free, but in here we're protected, and you need to listen to Wolf. 
And Ronald ain't trying to hear that. Ronald like, what the hell's happening to you? You're like in this twilight zone. Snap. Snap out of it. So Ronald, he kind of, <laughs> she tries to warn him, like, you can't get out of here. And he takes off. Wolf follows him and gives him a little cat nap. And, you know, he can't handle, he can't hang with Wolf. So I don't know where they're going with this. This is very weird. And it's going to be connected to whatever um, Rick was involved in, you know, whatever kind of trafficking they were involved with some powerful people. We seen how they showed up and got Ronald out of that police car and how well connected it was. It was way deeper than they showed from the beginning. So it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of plays out because it's so parallel. It's just weird, you know, so Wolf is going to be connected to them somehow. So we're going to see how that kind of goes because Ronald is still the number one man wanted right now in Montana with all this crap he did and scarlet she's she's crazy too you see how she kind of rough rough ronald up like you know you're gonna listen she <laughs> so and i'm wondering where her daughter is at as well so to go ahead and wrap it up um we see max and harper they meet up with this awkward kid dylan at harper's job and you know she like look t-lock was going through all my stuff he is looking for everything um, we need to get this drugs out of here. We can dump it in Harper. She like, no, we gonna get Dylan. He gonna help us sell it. So <sighs> Dylan comes out very awkward kid. And later on, Harper and Max meet up. They kind of talk about how they kind of care for each other. We can see where they're going with that. But in the meantime, where they're, where they're moving the drugs from the shed, T-Lot pulls up and, they kind of panic, but this was a great distraction. When he walks in, he he walks in on them kind of making out. So he like, huh? Are, are you? You know, that was a great distraction because it sent his ass back into the house. And Harper leaves with the money. But when she makes it, not with the money, with the, she left with the drugs, I think. I think they still got the money hidden somewhere else. But she left with the bag. So I don't know if she has the money and the drugs. But when she walks back in, they still have the creepy dude who was following them and seeing everything from the murder. He knows where all of the, all of the kids live at, all of them. And he knows that they have the drugs and everything else. So he's stalking them. And she, I, I'm like, Harper, you a little brave, babe. You need to get your ass in the house. Hell, he's scaring me. So I don't know who this man is supposed to be, but he knows everything and he knows where they live at. So now Harper has moved everything to her house. And Max the mama boyfriend t-lock they need to get his ass up out of there he is creepy so that pretty much wraps it up i mean we uh go to another scene where we seen bridger and madison they're kind of talking and he's telling them about you know the bodies and how he met a creepy lady so madison and bridger are like well we we shouldn't tell Max and Harper this and then Max and Harper they're kind of trying to get rid of the drugs with Dylan and they don't want to tell Madison and Bridger this so this is kind of like some I don't know what you did last summer type stuff we got everybody going every which way doing every little secret thing so the kids they are just a mess they kind of split off and keeping hella secrets that's going to be their downfall because we got after uh dirty dirty cop Harvey found out about you know, it was some kids out there. He goes to the old lady, Madge, who stills records Jeopardy on VCR. 
<laughs> you know, an older lady who's probably been working at the sheriff's office since 1955. He goes up to her and he like, hey, that kid that was in here, did he sign in? And she she don't even care. She like, what do you need to know for? But she hands him over the information. So now he knows Bridger. He knows his last name. And, you know, he's a cop. So he's going to know where Bridger lives. But I don't know how that's going to go because uh, they mentioned Bridger and Madison. Their family are like their parents. Both parents, I think, are big shot attorneys. So um, we're going to see how this play out because now he's looking for Bridger because, you know, Bridger might know more than more than what he says so tanya we end up seeing that she is not dead duno has brought her back to the house he's bleeding ren shows up and by this time with ren showing up cassie jenny and jerry are on their way there you know they're tracking each step and it kind of shows the truck pulling up and ren walking out with her pistol so i like to call this a filler episode i love big sky i'm gonna keep watching we'll recap next week i'm sure next week is gonna be a strong one by this one was more kind of explaining everything um we can see how the case is tying in together i am so wanting to know who is this guy who is following them around um at first we thought he was just homeless, but now we see he got a truck. He following them around. He know everything. And he's been around stalking these kids from the beginning. That is why they brought Bridger out in the beginning to uh, kind of keep them safe when they were going out there just to hang out. And I don't know what's up with this crazy boyfriend. He got to go. He got to go. But I am loving um, Jenny and Travis. I'm loving them together. So this was a filler episode. We'll catch back up next week. Do not forget to tune back in to me tonight. We will cap recap season three of you. It is on Netflix. Oh my God, guys, this is such a good show. So don't forget to come back tonight. We'll at least do two episodes. We'll get two episodes out tonight. We'll do one and two for sure. And then I'll probably come back on tomorrow. And then Sunday we can do another uh, episode and then we can do um so we'll probably get maybe six out this weekend I'll try to do one and two tonight three and four tomorrow and then Sunday uh five and six and you know we gonna do BMF y'all know I ain't missing nothing from BMF so on that note this was just a short recap I hope you guys enjoyed and I will catch you guys tonight so on that note it's your girl Shanice and I'm out hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.